Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. Hey y'all, I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian. And today I'm going to talk about something that's been talked about a lot in role-playing. Homebrew or a pre-written adventure or module. A lot of discussions being done around this. And a lot of people feel that it's a lot harder to homebrew and a lot more effort, but it's worth it. I'm going to say that I feel the exact opposite. It is not a lot harder to homebrew. At least not for me. It's a lot easier to homebrew. Now, I'm also going to say that I really, really enjoy and kind of prefer a pre-written world and adventures and modules in game. Why? I'm going to explain why. Now, I started playing well over 30 years ago. And when we started playing, we were largely running our own stories. For at least the first 20 years of game, I did not run a pre-written module or adventure. And part of that was, a lot of the games that I played didn't have pre-written adventures. We played a lot of Heroes Unlimited. There's no modules out there, not really any adventures that you can run for it. So we were coming up with our own superhero stories. Played a lot of Rifts in the 90s. There are not many pre-written adventures for the game Rifts. If you're familiar with it, awesome. If not, I'm going to get into depth in Rifts later because I'm currently running a Rifts campaign with my Saturday night group. So, homebrew or pre-written adventures? I first ran a pre-written adventure about not quite 10 years ago. It's been probably 8 or so I want to say I started it. Maybe less. And it was Pathfinder. It was Rise of the Rune Lords. And I found that I really enjoyed learning about the world and reading the world books. I thought, that's great. I had a lot of other modules that I'd picked up that I didn't really run the modules. I a lot of times would just yank the dungeons from them. I have tons of dungeon mags and dragon mags. Sometimes I'd run an adventure or parts of an adventure. I'd steal stats for something for a game and I'd butcher it up and i'd take lots of lots of dungeons magic items from those but i was largely running my own worlds and coming up with my own stuff then i stumbled across the more sandbox written adventures and settings and realized how great these can be i realized that i don't have to go with exactly what's in the adventure when i run it what i do when i prepare a game is i make sure i know who the characters are around the areas that they will be i know who the npcs are that they're going to interact with i have some encounters planned and i let the players take me where it goes and i respond to them with the characters and encounters and everything they decide to do now mega dungeons are really good for running pre-written material i strongly suggest if you have the money to pick up the halls of ardenvol the halls of ardenvol comes in five volumes it's a few hundred bucks, like $300 or more, I want to say, to pick up the books. But it's a great example of something that's pre-written that you can do a lot of creative things with. And you have to do creative things with. Because there's no story in there that you have to follow. There's no, you follow in this order. One of the things I dislike about some pre-written adventures, and especially a lot of some of the modern ones, is you have to hit certain points. Like in a lot of the Pathfinder adventure modules, you have to go certain places and interact with certain things at different times and follow a path. Very much what they call a railroad game. 
And it's not always great to try to force players to go in directions that they don't want to go or aren't into. I find it's better to let the players kind of take me there. I think you've all, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that. I like the players to have some say in what the adventure is and where their characters are going to go. I've definitely played in games where you have to go down this tunnel now. You have to go this direction. You have to do this. And it doesn't seem the same to me as a player character. It seems like I'm being forced into something. And there are modules that can play like that. But in order to run a module, I feel that a lot of it's finding a decent enough module that gives you freedom to do what you need to do. In almost any module, you can just take the stuff and go loose with it and deviate from what they're planning. Now, for me, preparation for game is fun. And one of the biggest preparations for games that I enjoy personally is reading books. I'm a big book geek. I love reading books. I'm a book nerd. I like sitting down with a big old tome and flipping through it. And I like to read out of order, oddly enough. I'll go from front to back of the book. I'll look up something, whatever it's referenced, and I'll pull up the book that it's referencing. And I'll sit there and read through a stack of books at once. I've got one book here with monster manuals and other guides on the side. And as I hit something else, I'll open up another book to reference. Oh, let's see how I'm going to do that. What does the rule book say? What does the monster manual have? What is the unique about this monster? And I can just go crazy. And at the end of the day, when I'm preparing a homebrew campaign, I'm just writing it down. I'm coming up with this stuff. I know it. There's a lot less reading, a lot less studying, and I'm done with an adventure pretty quick in comparison to me preparing for game out of something that's pre-written. So I do often just come up with my own when I'm short on time. It's easier to run a game like that for me. I've done homebrew worlds for decades. I've done homebrew adventures for decades. Most of my adventures, while if I'm running a pre-written world or pre-written adventure, end up being kind of homebrew adventures anyways, because I'm responding to the players. I'm not forcing them down a path. So for me, I like running pre-written material. I'll be honest, I ran Rapanatuk and the Lost Lands campaign, and I used castles and crusades to do it with it was a brilliant campaign for me to run and prepare for i loved it i just got into reading all the lore learning all the different places finding areas that were not fleshed out when people got there i had to suddenly figure out what it was like what's going on in this town read the little details that were provided in the world books and i had to come up with new things and do my own world building in those points other times i had to delve in and figure out well, what's going on here. And I don't have to stick with everything. It doesn't have to be a word-for-word interpretation exactly how the original author intended. Sometimes those things don't work. The beauty of role-playing games, Dungeons and Dragons and other role-playing games, is that it is a creative endeavor. And sometimes you're interpreting someone else's work. In fact, most of the time you're interpreting someone else's work. So for me, I have grown to love running games that are not homebrewed that are based on someone else's ideas, exploring their worlds, not only exploring their worlds in-game, but exploring their world while I'm sitting there reading. And then I come up with stuff. I'm currently running a Rifts campaign, and I'm reading through these books and the areas that they're at, and I'm taking stuff from there. I'm going with it, whatever they've laid out. Things that I throw out for random encounters from the book that I'm reading where they're at, things that are inspired by what they're saying, and when players follow it, I follow the book further in and figure out where do I go from here. Oh, okay. Pick up the next book and do my preparation. I enjoy preparing for game that way because I enjoy reading and I enjoy that chance to be able to do my own exploring in my own time. I don't have to wait for game to explore the world. I don't have to wait for game night to learn what's out there. Part of the fun of preparing a game for me 
is doing my own exploring in my own time. Now, I've ran a lot of homebrew worlds, and it's fun to create your own world and create your own lore. So I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way. I am saying that it is very easy for me to run a homebrew campaign in comparison to being able to tackle somebody else's material and do it justice and understand it enough to make it enjoyable and natural in response to what the players are doing. Sometimes I've found it difficult getting my head around certain things in games when I'm reading a prepared module or a prepared world book, and it takes me a while to figure out how to run this game. It took me a while. It was a learning curve getting into running pre-written adventures and modules. It didn't come overnight, but the way I grew up gaming, we ran our own material. We pulled it out of our imagination. Now, not all modules are the same. Not all modules are comparable. Some modules do railroad a lot more. They take a lot more control and dominate the narrative more than others. But there's a lot of modules that are written with a sandbox style of play in mind. Where they lay out encounters that can exist in different places, give you plenty of lore and gods and everything else. Like I mentioned, there's things like Halls of Ardenval. Then there's Rapunathook and the Lost Lands. One that's really good on giving you something to work with is Forbidden Lands by Free League. I have to be honest, I've never seen modules or adventures written this way. So simplistic and easy to go with. They give you the seeds and ideas of an area or a region, a few hooks to go with. They lay out some details of where you're going to be interacting with. And your players go in and essentially you respond to them with what you've already learned about the region. Now they are writing modules the right way if you ask me. It's so easy to read that chapter and be prepared to respond to your characters and run a sandbox that way that it kind of blows my mind. They've definitely found a key to writing modules and pre-written adventures that I have not seen too many others catch on to. I like being able to read a couple pages and suddenly I have enough material for weeks. And that's what happened when I was running Forbidden Land. Now, games like The Halls of Ardenval, which uses Osric, or first edition Dungeons and Dragons, Advanced Dungeons and Dragons. The way it's laid out and written is very unique as well. It lays out the different factions that exist, the different races, the different conflicts, and you kind of go with it. It's a huge sandbox. I like the sandboxes, and by a sandbox, I mean it just gives you stuff to explore. The stories you end up having to craft yourself around stuff like that, it doesn't give you a straight-up linear narrative like some of the modern things do for Pathfinder 5th Edition and stuff like that. Is it easier to run a sandbox, or is it easier to run homebrew? Is it better to run one or another? I don't think it's better to run one or the other. I've ran a lot of homebrew over the years, and I was really into it, and I was really anti-running modules. But my, my tune has changed a lot in the last decade. I've really come to appreciate modules and pre-written adventures, and I strongly suggest them. And if you can figure out how to do it right, it's a lot of fun, not just when you're playing, but also when you're preparing. So that's all I have today. If you all have enjoyed this, please share. Visit our website at wobbliesandwizards.com. Follow us and like us on Facebook at Wobblies and Wizards. You can find me, Logar the Barbarian, on Twitter. Give us a positive review wherever you're listening to this at and keep those dice rolling.